The following episode of the Intrepid 007 podcast originally aired November 21st, 2019. You're expecting someone else? This is the Intrepid 007 podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Intrepid 007 podcast. I hope you're all doing well and thank you very much for joining me again today. In the last couple of weeks, we've been talking about some of the purchases I've made recently. Um, in around my birthday, I was able to make the purchase of three connected, but not necessarily canon, James Bond books. Those included the cocktail book Shaken, which I've recently done uh, a review on. So if you haven't heard that episode, after you're done with this one, go back and give that one a listen. It's very interesting. Um, There was also Omnibus 001, the collection of comic strips from the 1950s and 60s um, that was released as a kind of large format paperback and has many editions because the comic strip did continue for quite some time after Fleming's original novels were written. Uh, the last book in that was License to Cook by Edward Biddulph. Um, that one was particular of interest to me because I've always wanted to sit down and recreate the meal in the novel Casino Royale that James Bond shares with Vesper. And I did get a chance to do that thanks to this book. I was going to do a simple review and do a simple podcast about that particular meal. And so rather than recap that meal and review the book, um, I reached out to Mr. Biddulph and he graciously accepted to give me an interview. So here's that conversation with Edward Biddulph, author of License to Cook. All right, so good evening, uh, Mr. Biddulph. How are you today? Um, I'm very well, thank you. And you? I'm very well. Thank you very much for uh, giving me this interview. Um, I, I really love your book. Uh, and before we get into the book, uh, and um, of course the book we're talking about is License to Cook, um, a collection of recipes from the James Bond novels in particular. Um, why don't you tell us about yourself and, and your personal background with food and cooking and etc.? Um, well, I mean, I'm, um, I like cooking. I, um, I mean, from a young age, um, I was let loose into let loose in the kitchen. My mum was a very good uh, cook, and uh, and I I used to um, watch her in the kitchen and and, and then make make the uh, make food herself. And I mean I I'm I'm not a, I'm not a trained chef or anything like that, but uh, but I do take a, a great 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 interest in how in how food is prepared and and what it looks like. Uh, you know um, what the food looks like is as as in a way as 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 important as what it uh, tastes like and and. Um, I realised I'm, I'm a, obviously I'm a huge Bond fan, and I realised that um, several years ago, that, or quite a few years ago now actually, some, that that nobody was talking about the food in the Bond books, and there was always rich material about food, and uh, and I knew had I knew something about food, and um, or, or hoped I did, and I thought I'd combine the two. Um, I'm also um, my my day job or my or career really is 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 in archaeology and. I suppose I mean there isn't really a uh, connection there, except that um, I love the research part of, of of food as well, looking at um, at the origins of dishes, looking at um, at at different ways of cooking, quite familiar um, quite familiar um, uh, recipes. Right, so, and we'll always three, yeah. Yeah, and in well, terms of uh, of the history and the archaeology side of it, I mean, I could you could really see it in the book because this is really a lot of '60s and '50s type cuisine from typically from Britain and France and, and Jamaica and etc. It doesn't really um, I mean we don't never really see Bond eat in the film so it would be hard to do 
um, a book on what he eats in the films because we rarely see him eat because eating on film isn't necessarily elegant or um, no, it's not film worthy. But this book no. is, is is very interesting because and you say you're not a, a, a trained chef um, and not that any of the recipes are, are particularly complicated, but there are some techniques that are um, a little more advanced than than your regular cook because I, I personally cook often. Um, but making my own BRNA sauce, I, I would not have tried that. And I did for well, with this book, but I normally would not have done it. I would have gotten a packet of dried stuff, added my milk and my butter, and that would have been the end of it. Well, this is what this is the uh, this is the uh, the the, uh, the fascinating thing about about a lot of cooking is that I think there's a there's a mystique about cooking, and especially with these sauces, and especially they have, they have a French name that. that um, of course, the, we we, uh, we uh, French food is 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 the certainly when uh, when Fleming was writing is um, was that the is the pinnacle of, of of great cuisine of of sophisticated food, and when you boil you know to use a, a cooking metaphor when you boil things down, actually the construction of a dish is is is, is simpler than uh, than than one thing, and there's actually little more little more leeway in there's um, in terms of. Of getting things right and wrong uh, than one might think, and with a bayonet sauce, um, yes, that, that is a that is a more complicated sauce. Um, but and and it can actually be more complicated than I than I put it in my in my in my cookbook. But but once you once you've done it, you realize yes, actually there's 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 some there's some steps which you have to do, but but it's 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 quite logical. And I think it's um, I think that's what. Um, I well, I suppose one if I if I have a, an, an an ambition with these recipes is to is to make these these quite um, sophisticated dishes uh, as accessible as possible. Uh, well, I think it's um, really it's really um, succeeded in that point because I mean my my main thing with buying your book is what I really wanted to do is I wanted to recreate the meal um, that Bond has from Casino Royale in the book because I think we have this, oh, yes. a similar. Um, a similar background in Bond that you write in your biography on the on the back of the book um, mm. that you got into it with with Goldfinger on the television mm. uh, and then around twelve or thirteen you got into the novels. That's exactly the same way as I got into it. It started with Goldfinger and I went to the novels and when I finally read Casino Royale, I found it so interesting the food part of it and how Fleming describes food throughout the novels is always more as interesting as everything else. Um, and so that's what I thought was the most interesting part of wanting to get the book and then when i finally got it i was just amazed about how much detail that you actually put into it and how much effort you put into um really trying to recreate the recipes based on how fleming described it i haven't tried all of them yet i've tried a couple of them uh, but i do intend on trying at least a good portion of them because i i find i enjoy cooking and i think it's interesting to to get the perspective of how fleming would have had Bond yeah. eat. Um, so besides yeah. besides uh, Goldfinger and all all of that, um, what, what really kept you in Bond? Because um, I mean, there's we've gone through different actors, we've gone through different um, novelizations, and and what what keeps you in uh, the realm of Bond and keeps you going to continue uh, your Facebook page and your blogs and etc. Yes, oh, well, that's 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 uh, yeah, that's uh, an, uh, an interesting question, really. Um, I. I don't know. It's, I suppose there's a sort of built up a certain loyalty it's to, 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 to to the character. To I find there's well surprising depths in the book. Certainly in the books, you can return to the books. Um, I mean, I've read the books over and over again and still find something um, 
fascinating. I'm, uh, I, I, um, I suppose, again, coming from a, uh, from the background of an archaeologist, almost, almost a sort of historian's point of view, where the, the books can be read as as historical texts. They're, they're, they're statements about a, a world that no longer exists, about politics that no longer live, uh, exists, about about Fleming's world, about Fleming's and Bond's world, and 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 it's it's fascinating trying to get uh, trying to get into that. The the films, well, I mean, the films are are spectacle. I mean. They're 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 uh, glorious uh, escapist fair, and you know who who uh, who who wouldn't want to keep on rolling up every every few years um, to watch a new uh, new Bond film. There's always a huge excitement about about any film that any Bond film that's 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 released, and uh, and you know I, I still I, I still get it in the you know in that that sort of um, a feeling of anticipation, great anticipation about. Whether it's it's simply watching the uh, the, the familiar characters again, um, or being excited about what impossible stunt you're going to see on the screen, it's it's it, you know it's um, I, th- I think there's um, I mean the, the books and the films have diverged um, a long time ago, and but although of course the the, the films still bring in aspects of the books, um, but you know they I I enjoy both on on different and in a way the same levels as well. So it's um, I'm, I'm always drawn back to both. Um, spheres. Perfect. Um, with Ian Fleming and everything that that he wrote and all the the novels and short stories that we've collected and that we've seen him eat and drink, do you think that Fleming ever got anything wrong in the culinary world? That's something that Bond well, wouldn't have eaten, or any meal that was inaccurate, or yes, I mean I, I'm not sure there is is anything um, wrong in what, what anyone what anyone eats really, because this is how this is how food culture evolves. People. Trying something else, or people getting things wrong, and they've created something new, something uh, perhaps something horrible. I mean, it, it's it's. It, I mean, uh, Ian Fleming famously, uh, where well, he said himself, admitted himself that he uh, that he um, had Bond eat um, asparagus with uh, Mussolini sauce, and um, and he was uh, uh, picked up on that by a by a, 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 um, a reader, and and who said that um, I think it was of Dunes Are Forever, and and uh, the reader said you you'd never put uh, uh, Mussolini sauce. On asparagus, well, you know that's just uh, pedantic nonsense in my book because um, you know uh, that's simply a, um, a, 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 a same thing as a bayonet sauce with with the addition of cream and uh, or whipped cream mixed into it, and and it's um, you know what what's not to, what's not why why should we get too worried about that? And uh, uh, and I think I mean I I can't think of any complete nutter clangers in terms of the uh, in terms of the uh, uh, the food I'm, I'm sure from a, I'm, again, I'm speaking from a you know British perspective I'm sure there's 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 um, people in you know of course Bond is a seasoned traveler but I'm sure there's there's uh, there'll be food presented in, in uh, when Bond's abroad where people have a more familiar knowledge of those of those um, um, particular uh, dishes would say well he'd, he'd never have that I mean um, but uh, from, from, from my from my perspective, it um, it um, um, it it seems to it seems to work out. I mean, um, I think what is uh, what is fascinating is is because of course I've, I've now expanded my cookbook on my on my blog, and I feel I've been learning with Fleming because it it sounds like you know that uh, uh, Fleming wrote about some of the rest uh, some of the food he he must have tried when he was uh, on his travels, and he decided that Bond should have them, and 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 perhaps they've they've, they've been new to him. To 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 Ian Fleming and and I and some of these recipes are, are, are certainly new to me and I've I've been trying them so I, I feel I've been I've been learning a little bit with with Ian Fleming uh, he's Fleming has been like looking over my shoulder as well and it's been uh, that's been a, a fascinating process. 
So have you tried to make a recipe work with avocado pear and uh, French dressing, or is that still something that we're yes. not able to recreate? <laughs> yes. Well, that's uh, that's uh, that's uh, that's perfectly uh, fine. I have tried that. I've uh, I've uh, the I mean, and I've even had it for uh, uh, to follow my main my, my main course just just as Bond has. It's the the avocado pear is one of these. It, it's I think it if it's one food that really. Uh, it encapsulates uh, the uh, the period of the novels and the emergence of 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 uh, Britain uh, coming out of the um, out of the Second War and about uh, and the end of rationing and the influx of all the interesting new tastes. It's the the, the avocado. The um, Bond will is um, and Fleming um, it must have been one one of the one of the first people really to to eat, to eat avocados on a, on, a, on any sort of uh, scale. In, in Britain, it was it was in the 1950s. It was a, an exotic uh, fruit. People didn't know what to do with it. I mean, there was, you know, it uh, it was um, called an avocado pear, and um, and people used to um, think, well, do I have to? It's a fruit, so do I boil it up and uh, and serve it with custard? Do I put it in a pie? Or do I do? You know, nobody nobody knew. And and this is the bond is the um, uh, is a guide uh, for readers to. Uh, uh, for how to eat this this exotic thing, and then must and then and there are other foods as well that 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 were completely, or or must have been quite new to to Fleming's readers, and 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 yet and yet again Bond is the guide. I mean even things like uh, spaghetti bolognese, which is I mean it's uh, it, it's now in, in at least in Britain it's become a you know very uh, everyday dish. It's uh, it's 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 almost stripped of its Italian uh, origins. And, oh yes, and. Um, and yet, yeah, that was that was that was again in the fifties. Um, Bond thinks, you know, dreams about having spaghetti bolognese. Oh, I suppose early sixties uh, uh, when Thunderball came out. In Thunderball, after, after his uh, his um, his health regime at Shoblin's, um Health Farm, he's he's fantasizing about really good spaghetti bolognese. Well, you know, that that was uh, that was that was um, sophisticated um, fare for a. Uh, for, uh, for many of Fleming's readers, and uh, so again, Bond is the guide, and, um, and that's uh, that's so uh, that, that sort of historical journey, that uh, that, that sort of journey that Bond takes his readers took as well, or Fleming's readers took as well. And I think it's strange for for me as a, as as being Canadian, we have, and well, I, I live in Quebec, so we have a lot of um, the French influence for in, in terms of food and culture and things like that. But for the idea of just afters, um, so having something savory after your main dish for us is a completely uh, alien notion because here it's dessert, 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 and it's always got to be sweet, sweet, sweet. So just the um, the cheese after a meal and things like that, there, there's a reason for it. I understand that there's a reason for it, but it was so, for me, when I first started reading the books, I was maybe a little immature to the whole um food scene food culture and i i didn't really know any better um but now with age and and with discovering things through bond and and through other things uh realize that our palate in north america is so unrefined compared to um the rest of continental europe the the, the whole avocado thing for me it's mexican food that's what avocados belong in or um sometimes paired with with tuna in a tartare or with salmon in a tartare and that works um so when I read it at first, I was really trying to figure out exactly how that would work uh, in a meal, and I I haven't had the um, the guts to try it yet. Um, uh, I mean, we, we probably wouldn't have the usually have the avocado at the end of the meal, but um, but yes, you're right. I mean, uh, um, M has in in, in Moonraker at uh, Blades Club has 
has a marrow bone after his 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 dinner, um, which I which I've tried, and it's uh, uh, again that's uh, something you don't uh, you know see every day, and um, and uh, there's uh, um, pigs in blankets, a, a little uh, a cocktail sausages wrapped in bacon. Um, is is mentioned in another another novel uh, in another novel. I think it's Doctor No, but I could be wrong. Um, and um, as a sort of as a as a savoury uh, to to uh, to follow the the main course. And, and yes, this is a, it, it 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 is I suppose quite a quite uh, quite, a, quite an, uh, an English thing to to do. But um, uh, I mean, uh, it actually it's a, it's a, it's it's a probably a habit that's dying out. I mean, I mean I think. Uh, um, uh, Possibly cheese consumption at the end of after after a meal is uh, is 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 um, is starting to die out. But uh, but I mean there the, there are a lot of cheese fans that that will uh, that will just uh, have cheese. So. Well, I think we're in a culture now where the Americans and and their palate is having so much influence because of their industrialization and and they're pushing their products on mm-hmm. on everyone that um, some of those food traditions are starting to die out. Um, what would you think that? Because we don't really have a modern 007 in the literary sense, we haven't had one for a while, and uh, Carte Blanche was not necessarily the success that we were expecting it to be. Um, mm. What do you think as a as a different meal? If Fleming was to write something in today in 2019, what would he write into a novel that would be different than what Britain or the world would be eating today? That would do the same kind of introduction that mm. the avocado pear in 1953's Casino Royale would do for 2019. Mm. Well, that's, uh, yes, that's uh, um, well. I mean, um, I think it's, uh, Fleming would still be um, fascinated by uh, Japanese uh, food, and and that that is still reasonably um, um, strange and, and exotic. I mean, yes, it, there there are um, there's, a, there's a lot of Japanese food in in in, um, in uh, Britain, but I think it still has the it still has the the, uh, the sort of power and the and the to surprise. But I think it's there's. Um, there's, I suppose, a branch of cooking that tries to, um, not so much shock, but but entertain and and to and to a lot of twists on 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 things. I mean, it um, um, different um, savoury flavoured ice cream, uh, for instance, or uh, or um, you know uh, perhaps uh, you know even just pasta cooked in with squid ink, which you know is is fine. That's a perfect set for uh, you know uh, food and people people. Uh, have used it a lot, but it's it's not not necessarily mainstream. Perhaps things something something like that. I mean, the um, it, I suppose it's 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 a little bit harder to uh, to you know. I suppose it's the same with the uh, producers of the Bond films. Where, where shall we take Bond next? Well, where shall we plan, uh, where what what might uh, Bond eat next? And it's and in this day and age, it's a it's a it's a bit tricky because there's food is uh, is you know there's the, the, the world's food is is everyone's food and. I suppose that the thing that occurs to me is um, there's lots of talk these days about uh, about um, uh, insects being used in in in, um, in food, and um, the uh, as as uh, as, a, as an answer to the to to uh, food crisis or to uh, for uh, as a sustainable food uh, food stuff. So so perhaps Bond should be uh, jumping on uh, on on some some insects or uh, or, uh, or or spiders even. There's uh, you know um, perhaps having a uh, perhaps uh, having a nice uh, juicy. Uh, um, uh, spider or or um, um, or something like that, and dipping it into a into bayonet sauce. Uh, perhaps uh, perhaps perhaps that's the way way that Tavon should uh, should go. I won't be trying that in your next cookbook for sure. If that's uh, <laughs> yeah. if that's in there, that's, uh, that'll be a definite no for me. I've had I've had bugs mm. and I've had the squid ink uh, pasta. I've had that before. That um, 
I've actually had that maybe 10 years ago or, or even more. There was a particular Italian restaurant around here that was uh, that was doing that for a while. But it's it is not it definitely isn't something you see every day. And traditional Japanese cuisine is not. And, and Asian in general, we get a lot of the Americanized or a lot of the mainstream sushis and things like that. Um, and I think it's maybe um, an issue of purveyance of ingredients and things like that. Um, it's a very interesting uh, take on that, that we're not necessarily, there's not that much new that we can do because it's it's everyone's palate is kind of opened up. Um, yes, I, I do find that, um, I mean, if I'm um, looking through the Bond books, looking for 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 my next recipe and uh, my next idea for, for a recipe and, and and I go into my my local supermarket and all the ingredients are there. Um, of course, in the 50s, they wouldn't have been. And it's it, you, can, you can get anything in, the, you know, at least you know, in, the, in the large supermarkets. It's, it, um, there's every, every supermarket has its uh, aisle of uh, world cuisine of world uh, ingredients. And uh, and it's, um, I mean, it's for me, it's, it's great because I, mm-hmm. I can... I can uh, I can actually get some. Um, I mean, I, 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 when I um, um, from the, uh, for the website, I um, I created uh, aki and um, uh, uh, salt uh, saltfish from a, it's a one one of the food dishes that um, coral eats in Doctor No. This um, salted fish and um, aki food and um, and I was able to find it in my my local supermarket. I mean, you know, we, you know I'm very far from Jamaica, and yet, uh, but of course, there's a Probably a, 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 a strong Jamaican community in, in in the town where I live, and 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 the supermarket has has that has that food. It's it's actually perfect for me. And uh, and um, I suppose as you say, you said you mentioned before about uh, sort of global, global food, and, and this is you know, this is it. I mean, it's 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 um, uh, supermarkets and other and you know shop. Uh, we, we can we can buy what. What we like, or what we, uh, what we, um, you know, what we can buy whatever we like. But at the same time, it um, strips away some of that exotic element of, uh, and un- almost unreachable element of, of, of Bond's food. Right, and um, that's a, it's an interesting commentary on that, and it's, it's it's absolutely true because when I go into the supermarket, and I'm maybe just a tad closer to Jamaica than you are, but I mean the the amount of of fruit and, and the amount of things that we're we're importing and. You can see it through different um, communities. I'm, I'm in Quebec City, so we're, we're closer to maybe um, Muslim communities for the most part. But when I go back home to Montreal, Montreal is such a, a melting pot of different communities that we've got a lot of Asian, we've got a lot of uh, Jamaican and Haitian, etc. So a lot of these ingredients in your book and just in general, if I want to make anything, I'm very rarely... Uh, not finding what I'm looking for, so um, I think that it is a good commentary on what where we're at right now. Is our palates are a little more uh, open? Have you had the chance to eat at um, the the menu that they had for a while at Blades at Hush, I believe it was, where they had a, a Ian Fleming or a James Bond inspired menu? Um, no, I wasn't. I was able to make that unfortunately, but um, um, yeah, I'm, I'm always looking out for these uh, <laughs> these sort of events, um, and uh, you know it. Um, um, I, I try to attend as many Bond events as I can, but um, but um, James Bond con- continuation novel Solo was published. I was able to, um, uh, and and the Dorchester Hotel had a special Bond breakfast right, yes. available. I I was able to to uh, to book a table there and uh, had my uh, had a Bond uh, breakfast, um, and of course scrambled eggs and bacon and uh, black coffee, and that I mean, that was uh, that was uh, that was a, n- a nice experience uh, and. 
uh, on on that uh, on that morning, I was it, uh, people who were eating me on breakfast were um, given a, a, a reproduction menu uh, dating to I suppose it was uh, would be an early sixties uh, menu that uh, that, so that that fitted with the uh, with with the time of the the book, and uh, and the menu had had all, a variety of, of breakfast items which were in the in the fifties and sixties were quite typical um, breakfast items, but but uh, you know today when people just have Quickly bolt down a bowl of cereal before heading off to work, you know, or 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 um or uh, um or perhaps uh, have a some sort of breakfast bar or something like that, and um, you know the, the the menu had items which 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 uh, which nobody nobody has for breakfast these days, like uh, kippers for instance, or um you know um uh, pork chops, something like that, which which um which uh, <laughs> yes yes I mean you know uh, this is you know this was um. This was, you know, was 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 uh, was was what people uh, ate, and and um, well, I'm putting on a new recipe for my on my my, my, my on my website where where possible. I do try to look at um, at old uh, sort of vintage menus as well to to see what sort of prices that uh, that were um, or, or whether whether the food was 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 um, how um, how accessible that food was even in the, in, the, in, the, in the 50s. Perhaps it was only available at um, at um, at the top hotels and and if so, what would uh, Bond have paid for that hotel? Well, have uh, paid for that uh, that that uh, that uh, that dish. So it's um so that that adds adds a little bit more interest as well. Um. Yes. Well, uh, I I can um oh, I can perfect. be contacted on uh, before uh, signing off. Uh, Twitter. Um, at, why don't you um, give my listeners um, uh, just a little hint of where memes, they can find you? B O N D M E M E S, and I have a uh, Facebook page, licensed to cook. Um, so just look me up there, and um, and my um my two blog sites, James Bond memes and James Bond food. Um, if you. Put that, simply put those into uh, into Google and uh, or other search engines available, and uh, and they, they should come up pretty easily. And I have a contact page on those websites where anyone, if, if they feel so inclined, can can contact me. And there's on both websites the the details about my cookbook. And is there plans for a second cookbook or um, a, or a review to the first one? Well, it's it's always in my it's always on the back of my mind. I think this is probably why I've I've decided to uh, to uh, expand the web uh, expand the Cookbook on the on uh, via uh, a website rather than the cookbook. It um it um um it it uh, it uh, took a, took a long time to produce the, my my cookbook. So so it uh, and um and it um I, I would I would like to I would like to I would like to create a second edition, but it's um it's just finding time and uh, and uh, but perhaps once I've um you know perhaps I think uh, ultimately I think what I like to do is uh, is is take all the new recipes I put on the on my website, and uh, and um, create a new edition using those uh, in in in, in, a, in book form. Well, I'd be very interested in, in picking up a copy of uh, of the reviewed one if it ever comes out, and I'm uh, glad that you're you're still active on Facebook and on your your blog sites. Um, so I thank you very much for your time today. Oh, I'll let you get back you. to to your day as well. Okay, thank, and thank you for thank you for 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 for, for uh, wanting to talk to me, and and and, and, I'm, and I'm glad you uh, you enjoyed my cookbook and. Uh, and the recipes have been reasonably successful. Oh, reasonably successful. I, and um, I, I plan on doing more of the Jamaican ones. I think those are the ones that I've kind of put off. Um, but I think I'm going to get those uh, 
in time for the next movie, No Time to Die, since we've got that Jamaican kind of theme going on there. I think oh, yes, that would yes. be a perfect time to celebrate that. Thank you very yes, much, yes. Mr. Biddulph. Okay. okay, thank you. Thank, thank you, you very much. And thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Intrepid 007 podcast. Please, if you're not already doing so, follow us on Instagram at 007 underscore Intrepid. I'm also on WordPress. You can see my blog there at intrepid007.wordpress.com. Of course, you're listening to this podcast. You're obviously listening to us either on SoundCloud or via iTunes or Spotify. Tune in next time. The Intrepid 007 podcast will return.